What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Single Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. Happy Friday. Hope you had a wonderful week. Um, I'm just so grateful that you're able to close out the month of April with me. I'm looking forward to really encourage, challenge, and inspire you to live life to the fullest and to really expect the great, you know, goodness of God in your life in the month of May that is quickly approaching us tomorrow. If you follow me on social media, I've been really just encouraging you, right, if you follow me on that platform, to just declare what it is that you're expecting for God to do in your life this May. And not just this May, but for the rest of 2021. Um, Maybe you feel like, you know, the last couple of months did not go according to plan. But hey, there's still time left this year for you to see the miraculous. There's still time left for you to see the goodness and faithfulness of God. And I believe that if you continue to remain positive, right, to have a positive mindset and you continue to trust that the Lord is Jehovah Jireh, that the Lord is able to provide all your needs, despite what you see right now presently in your life, he is going to show up and show out in your life. And if you have been familiar with our podcast, I love really to talk about, you know, the importance of our character, the importance of really growing spiritually and remaining disciplined. And I also talk about, you know, about the goodness of God and about the promises of God and blessings. I try to keep a balance on here. Um, I don't really necessarily only talk about blessings, but I want us to also understand that our walk as believers, our Christian walk, is not just to receive the blessings of God, but it's to become like his son, it's to become like Jesus Christ. Because ultimately, the will of God is for us to be like Christ and also for us to receive whatever it is that he has for us. The Bible, again, lets us know every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. And so whatever desire as well that you have within your heart, if it is good, then it came from the Lord. And God is faithful to uh, bring it to pass according to his will, right? But at the same time, same time, we have to be willing to just desire more of God's presence in our life and just desire to just please God and to fellowship with him. Because at the end of the day, I feel that, you know, especially according to the Bible, when we keep God as first priority in our life and when we, you know, seek his kingdom over and over and over again he says in his word that he will you know cause all these things to be added unto us he will provide our needs Uh, he will take care of us and so on tonight's episode i just really want for us to meditate on a few scriptures and um, as we meditate on these scriptures y'all i just want you wherever you are to begin to list certain things that you know that you're in need of Um, in this season that you are expecting God to um, do for you in the month of May. And some of you guys definitely know what the needs that you have are. Uh, Some of you guys, perhaps you are really needing God to come through for you financially. Um, Some of you, maybe you're needing God to really come through for you when it comes to your health and overall being. Perhaps some of you are really wanting God to come through for you to bless you with a job because you don't have a a, a full-time job right now. Some of you, maybe you're expecting for God to bless you with a grant or scholarship to further your education. And so wherever you are, as we meditate on these scriptures, and as I just continue to encourage you with the leading of the Holy Spirit, you know, just grab your phone and on your notepad, just begin to really write the list 
of the things that you are believing God to do for you that you know for sure you need his assistance um, with. Because some of us, we know there's certain problems that we have. There's certain difficulties that we have. Um, To us, it is impossible. To men, it is impossible. But with God, it is possible. At this point, you know what you're dealing with. Only God can flip the script, right? Only God can bless you with a divine turnaround. And so as we just began to just receive what it is that the Holy Spirit want to share with us this evening, I want you guys to focus on these three points that I'm going to bring up right now. The first point is seek God. The second one is build the kingdom. The third one is receive his blessing in faith. Now, if you are someone who really read the word of God, you will notice that God tends to do things in order he tends to do things in patterns yes there's scripture where it says you know for he will do a new thing etc and sometimes you feel like God may um, come through for you in a way you did not expect but at the same time there are certain principles um, that is in the word of God that we see God even if he does a new thing he still abides by certain principles and laws that he has set in place in his word and um, one of One of them actually is what we just went ahead and shared with you is uh, the three points. Seek God, build the kingdom, receive his blessing and faith. When I look at three passages from from Genesis to Revelation, I realize that God tells us to seek him, which is the first thing. God tells us to build up his kingdom, build up his kingdom. That includes the church, building up the, the, the family of believers and also uh, developing disciples and really proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. Fulfilling the great commission that the Lord gave us to do on the earth, right? Once he ascended to heaven. And then the third thing that the Bible constantly show believers to do is just to receive whatever it is that God has declared over their lives in faith. God has declared promises over our lives right in Christ Jesus and so there are certain things that God himself said over us and yet perhaps they have not manifested in our lives but just because they have not yet manifested in our lives that does not mean that we shouldn't receive these promises or receive these blessings in faith and one of the things that I recognize through scripture is that when we go ahead and we do these three things in that exact order, God always show up. God always come through. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes for sure, we may not know the exact time that God is going to show up. And also, if you have followed me on social media, if you have been following this podcast, I've been speaking a lot um, in, in different seasons about faith, right? And God's timing. And the reason why I've been so vocal about the two is because I do feel um, that many believers sometimes they proclaim God's timing so much so to the point where they neglect really partnering with God to receive certain blessings. By no means, as you as you heard me say it over and over again, by no means am I saying that God's timing is not a real thing, that we should not respect God's timing. But at the same time, from scripture, I recognize that God wants us to be a people that have a lifestyle of faith. You know, God is not moved uh, by our emotions. God is not moved by anything else but our faith in him. And so 
we could be saying that we believe God's promises, but if we are not doing an act, um, God is not moved. You know, God is not moved to, to help us. He wants to help us. He desires to help us. He wants to bless us. But it is our very faith that truly gets God to act on our behalf. Now, there are certain instances where, of, of course, because God is sovereign, there are certain things that he's just going to go ahead and do because he is God. But when we look through scripture, I love this specific story from the Bible. Um, you know, Jesus himself, he was in a town and there were, in fact, people that had needs that needed to be met. But because they lack faith, Jesus himself being Jesus, the one we know who loves and never turn away no one, ends up actually turning away from that region, from that town and leaving these people with their needs not not being met. It's not because that Jesus felt like he didn't have enough anointing to meet their needs, but it's because he recognized that these people's faith level were not there. As a matter of fact, it's not that they weren't just there in the level of faith. They just had no faith. And so it's important for you in this season to really be honest with yourself and say, am I just waiting because I'm waiting on God's timing for for certain blessings? Or am I just... Uh, lacking faith and I'm just saying you know I'm just gonna wait it out and I'm just gonna expect God to rain this blessing from heaven so it's important for you to know in which side of the spectrum that you're in you know because hallelujah you're waiting on God's timing but you have been walking in faith you have been declaring his promises you have been trusting God you have been mastering and trusting God hallelujah then you need to do what the Bible says be still and know that he is God because listen if you've been doing all that you could in faith God is going to come through for you because the word of God says that those who trust in the Lord that they are blessed those who wait upon him that he will answer them he will not forsake them Amen. And so continue to do what it is that you're doing. You know, waiting is not just some some passive activity, but waiting as well is active. So if you're walking in faith, keep walking in faith. If you're trusting in God, keep trusting in God and he's going to come through for you. But let's just say you're not someone that's walking in faith. And every single day you're saying, oh, I'm going to wait in God's timing to do to do this. I'm going to wait until God show up to do this. But perhaps the question is, maybe God is waiting on you to step up. Maybe God is waiting on you to act, you know. And so it's very important for you to spend time with the Holy Spirit to know exactly what you should be doing. Should you be walking in faith in this season or should you continue, uh, you know, to trust his timing or to wait on God's timing because you felt like you have been walking in faith. Now, from that being said, again, the three points that we addressed early on in this episode, literally... I see it in every uh, section of the Bible is, you know, God making sure that um, we, we take it seriously when it comes to seeking him, building up his kingdom and really just receiving his promises and blessing that if it's already done. And once we go ahead and do the three things, he does, in fact, show his glory in our lives. He does, in fact, rain his blessings and bless us with his goodness. And you could trust God to deliver on your behalf when it comes to that and we've seen examples like joseph we've seen examples like david uh like job where god for sure came came through for these individuals because why they continued to seek the lord despite of they continued to build up his kingdom they continued to do what they could do with what was in their hands right even though these individuals there were times they were discouraged but they kept on keeping on like they kept on uh trusting god 
Yes, they had a moment of discouragement, but they got back up. Yes, they felt tired, but they continued to uh, follow the vision that the Lord had given them. Yes, they continued to feel like as if God, you know, ignored them since their trials were multiplying. However, although their trial was kept on multiplying, they were rem- they were remembering the promise that God gave them beforehand. Like Joseph, he he kept remembering the dream that God gave him. Right. David, at times, I'm pretty sure when he was at a low state, he kept on remembering that it was God that sent Samuel to anoint him to be the king next. Right. After Saul. And so let's go ahead, y'all, and read Galatians 6 verse 9. Galatians 6 verse 9. And I'm reading all of these scriptures in the New International Version. It says here, it says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. One of the things that I want you to be careful uh, to pay attention to in this verse is the phrase, let us not become weary in doing good. And in the second part, right, where it says, at the proper time, we will reap a harvest. What you find here is the guideline, right, the instruction, and you find the promise that is attached to it. The instruction is, let us not become weary in doing good. The promise attached to that is that at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Do you remember what the word of God says when it comes to promises? The word of God says when it comes to promises, especially in the Lord, right? In the word of God, they are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. When you read scriptures such as Galatians 6 verse 9, you need to take it literally. So when you find yourself at times, you're feeling very discouraged to keep on keeping on. You feel as if the work that you're doing, it doesn't matter. You feel as if you've been faithful, right, in the waiting, and yet there's nothing changing, right? Continue to do what it is that you're doing. Because the Bible says, the word of God, which is true, says, if you continue on doing what you're doing and do not give up, do not become weary in doing that thing, You will reap a harvest at the proper time. It didn't say you may reap the harvest. It didn't say perhaps if you keep on doing this, the harvest will come. No, it guaranteed that. It guaranteed the harvest is going to come. It says we will reap a harvest. And that is so important for us to pay attention to. And if you have the U version, go ahead and and highlight that scripture. Galatians 6 verse 9. I don't know about you. Maybe... There was something, there's something in particular you're doing right now. And you've been doing this very thing since 2020. You've been doing it even longer than 2020. Perhaps you've been doing this thing for eight years. Maybe you've been doing it for 10 years. I don't know how long you've been doing it, but you felt like you've been doing it for quite some time. And now you're feeling tempted to give up. Why? Because things are not changing. People are not noticing you. You don't feel as if anything is happening. So why continue? Why continue? Go back and read and meditate on that scripture, Galatians 6 verse 9. If what you're doing is a good thing. Now, pay attention. It did not say if what you're doing is a bad thing. If what you're doing is what what you want to do, but it's not what God told you to do. It says, let us not become weary in doing good. So if you personally are doing certain things that you know is not good, that you know is not in the will of God, that you know God did not tell you to do, then guess what? That promise is not for you. Because this promise, when it comes to that, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. It comes for those who are doing good. 
and persist in doing that good thing. And often the good that the Bible is telling in the word of God, right, which is the truth of God, is if you're doing the will of God. Doing good according to scripture is doing the will of God. It is not always what good is to the world, but what good is in the context of scripture. From that being said, y'all, let's quickly go ahead and open our Bible pages to Job 42 verse 10. And again, I encourage you during this time, study the story of Job. I love this story. Honestly, I really do. Um, Because the the story of Job really reminds me again, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, Don't get it twisted. Don't feel like as if, you know, God just did this for Job and he won't do this for me. No. The reason why God himself says he is the God of yesterday, today, and forever means that whatever miracle that he did in scripture, right? Whatever miracle that he did for someone in the word of God, he is able to do it in your very life. And he's able to do greater in your life than he did perhaps in Joel's life or Joseph's life or Abraham's life. Amen. And so keep that in mind. When you confess, when you proclaim that he is the same God yesterday and forever, you're not just saying that because the word of God just kept saying that to be fancy. No, you're saying that because you recognize he is the same. He is the God who parted the Red Sea. He is the the God who rained manna from heaven to feed his people. He is the God who set uh, Israel, right? The Israelites from captivity by the Egyptians, right? And so if he was able to do it for all these folks, he is able to do it for you and your family. So be bold and say it in faith when you say, God, I know you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I know you're able to do miracles today because you did it in the Bible's time, right? You did it in biblical times. I know you are able to heal today because you healed in the past. I know you're able to make a way because you made a way for your people. You made a way for the Jewish people. Amen. And so let's quickly go ahead and read Job 42, verse 10. Job 42, verse 10 says, y'all, it says, After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. Now, the story of Job is a story that I've shared multiple times on this podcast. But for this particular episode, I want you to pay attention as well uh, to the twice as much as before in the scripture. And I also want to just bring to your attention that Job went through it, y'all. So when we see the book, the story of Job, honestly, the writer of Galatians 6 verse 9, I'm pretty sure that the spirit inspired him to remember the story of Job as well. Because Job was someone that could have literally give up after, you know, he lost everything. But although he lost everything and although his own wife told him to curse God, he refused to curse God. He even ended up asking God to take him away rather than he cursed God. He even asked God to take his life away rather he cursed the creator of the universe. And so we should learn from Job that no matter what circumstances we find ourselves in, we should not become so bitter or so angry and disappointed that we end up cursing the very God that is able to meet all of our needs. That we end up cursing the same and very God who alone performs miracles. Miracles do not come from us. They do not originate from us. They do not originate from any other gods. They do not originate from doctors. They do not. And so if you're believing for a miracle and you find yourself in a tough season, the wise thing to do is not curse God. And God understands there will be seasons where you are disappointed. 
There will be seasons where you question his faithfulness. But make up your mind now and say, you know what? From scripture, I know that I should not curse God because I see God makes a way for his people. I may not see a way, but that doesn't mean God cannot make a way. I may not feel the deliverance, but the Bible says that he is my healer, right? And so I'm just going to receive my healing today. It doesn't matter if I feel it or not. If God says I'm healed, I'm healed. And so we have to really have that mindset of faith, unstoppable faith. And again, like we said, our third point is, and just receive his blessings and faith. Now, not only was Job persistent, though there were times he was disappointed, not only was he persistent, right? But again, as the scripture says, though he lost everything, he lost all his fortunes, God gave him twice as much as he had before. Now, one of the things that I found fascinating, you know, when I read the story of Job is that the Bible didn't necessarily say that he received twice as much, uh, you know, uh, little bits, right? Per year. Like, for example, it didn't say that, okay, in 2021, uh, God gave uh, Job um, this amount of fortunes that he lost in the prior years. And then in 2022, God gave Job uh, the rest of his fortunes. No, when you read the passage, it appears that God just literally gave him that fortune within that one time frame, within that specific time frame, because the Bible wasn't really specific, right? So mainly it's telling us, hey, by chance, for sure, God was able to restore all of that onto Job within a moment, within an instant, within a particular time. What that shows me is that don't beat up yourself if you feel as if you're behind in life. Who to tell you that this is the year that God is able to restore twice as much that you lost in 2020, twice as much that you lost in previous years? And so sometimes we could find ourselves comparing ourselves with other people. But when we should be actually preparing ourselves to receive the twice as much that God has for us. How do we prepare to receive that? We prepare to receive it by positioning ourselves in God. As we said in previous episodes, waiting in God and recognizing that God is Jehovah Jireh in our lives. That it is not other people that is the ones that are going to satisfy our needs, but God himself is going to satisfy our needs. And so we have to recognize that time is nothing for God. Time is absolutely nothing for God. And that is one of the reasons why sometimes when I speak on God's timing, I say that again and again. Uh, Don't get discouraged and feel like as if you have to wait 10 years for God to restore whatever you lost. Just give God your faith. Just give God your faith and God can show you time is nothing for him. And God is able to do what would have taken 10 years for you to accomplish within this year of 2021. And so it's so important for us to not lose sight of who we're serving. It is God that we're serving first and foremost. And it is God's will that we should be pursuing first and foremost. And as we're doing this, my brothers and sisters, God himself said he is faithful to take care of you. He is faithful to make sure that all these things add unto you. All these things add unto you. And if you you pay attention to uh, Matthew 6, verse 33, although this is not the verse that I wanted to pay attention to tonight, but it correlates with everything that we're discussing so far. You will find the three steps as well within Matthew 6, verse 33. 
Matthew 6 verse 33 says, seek his, his kingdom, right? His righteousness. Seeking his kingdom and his righteousness requires you to first and foremost seek God. And as you're seeking his kingdom and righteousness, that means that you're productively building up his kingdom. And then lastly, that scripture says that, and then all these things shall be added unto you. So pretty much when you're seeking God, when you're building up his kingdom, it is God's responsibility to make sure these things be added unto you. It's not even now at this point that you're going to fight for these things to be added unto you. It's not even that you're going to have to do like a lot of extraness for these things to be added unto you. It's going to be added unto you. Because you have made sure to make first things first. You made sure to keep God as your top priority. You made sure to keep God's kingdom as your top priority. You made sure to just walk in faith, live by faith. Living by faith is proof enough that you have already received your blessings in faith. Because you're not waiting for the blessing to manifest for you to know you have the blessing. You already know you have the blessing because why? God says that you have the blessing. And that is enough for you. Let's continue. Let's go ahead and open our Bible pages to Philippians 4 verse 19. Philippians, y'all, verse 4, 19 says, And my God, wow, get this, my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. I'm going to have fun with this verse tonight as we interpret it, right? By the help of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to just read it one more time. It's so good, y'all. It says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Man. I feel like at times we come to prayer and we discuss our needs to God. And we say, okay, God, we, I believe that you're going to provide my needs. And I thank you in advance for my needs. Amen. Right? We say in Jesus' name, Amen. But sometimes we forget to do the most important thing within that prayer. What is it? What is the most important thing that we be forgetting to do in this prayer? Because sometimes, you know, you may think that you did not forget, but you forget. Even I sometimes myself, I probably said the prayer thinking that I said it well because I said, you know, I thank you in advance, Lord. And I close it with a Jesus in Jesus name. Amen. But there's something very important that most of us, at times, without even noticing it, we forget to say in prayer. We forget to say this in prayer, y'all. How many times when we bring our needs to God, after we have brought our needs with thanksgiving, right, and praise to him, that we say, Lord, I thank you in advance for this needs. But I pray, God, that not only that you would give this to me, but that you would make it be for your glory, that you would do this for your glory. Because think about it. Pay attention to that scripture. Again, we're paying attention to Philippians 4 verse 19. Here is the Arthur, right? And the Arthur here is Paul. He says, and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Do you know what that means? Every need that you have is in Christ Jesus. But at the end of the day, God, God is also interested to see how his glory is going to manifest. And so at times when we approach God 
We have to also approach him with that mindset, with that understanding, with that wisdom and saying, God, I desire to see your glory to manifest in this season. God, may it be done unto me that you would meet all my, my needs in Christ Jesus so that your glory can manifest. So that your glory can be seen through my life. And as your glory is seen through my, through my life, other people's lives will be transformed. Other people will give you glory. There's a, there's a scripture in the word that says that. That says this, the exact thing. Hmm. That when God, you know, you, when you use your life to serve God, when you use your giftings to serve God, that other people will praise God. Other people will glorify God. Why? Because you've chosen to use your gifts. You've chosen to use what God has placed in your hand for his glory. And because you have chosen that, people in the world who may not even be believers, they will glorify God. They will say, you know, this, this talent that that young man has, this gift that that young woman has, it did not come from anyone else. It had to come from a higher source. It had to come from a higher source, from, from someone with a higher level of intelligence that was able to be able able to gift this person with that ability, with that power, with that intelligence, with that wisdom. And so I encourage you guys tonight, as you're anticipating to have a wonderful 2021, as you're anticipating for the month of May to be an exceptional month for you, are you challenging yourself in your prayer time to say, God, you know, do this so that you may get the glory. Not so that I may get the glory, not so that I just go ahead and say, look at me, look at what I have, but that I shall testify that God is the one that did this for me, that God is the one that made a way, that it is for the glory of God that I have the blessing that I have. I don't have this blessing so I can glorify in myself. I don't have this blessing for other people to praise me. I have this blessing so people can praise God. Amen. I'm getting fired up. It's important for us to understand, y'all, it's not about us. It's about Jesus. The gospel is not about us. Because of God's wonderful love, right, towards us, he has included us in his storyline. But the main character of the story is not us. It's Holy Trinity. (laughs) It's Holy Trinity. We are only supporting characters, but they are the lead character. Amen? As we begin to close this episode, I want you guys to quickly open Malachi 3 verse 10. Malachi 3 verse 10. And again, I just want to refresh your memory. Remember the top three points tonight that we're focusing on as we meditate on these scriptures. And that is number one, seek God. Number two, build the kingdom. Number three, receive the blessings in faith, y'all. Receive the blessings in faith. Receive the blessings in faith. Let's go ahead and read Malachi 3 verse 10 and it says this y'all bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house test me in this says the lord almighty and see it will not excuse me and see if i will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it what i love about malachi 3 verse 10 is that it correlates with every scripture that we've read tonight it also shows us again exactly what matthew 6 verse 33 says and it also reminds me of ephesians 3 verse 20 and this is what it reminds me of y'all we love quoting ephesians 3 verse 20 But sometimes we forget that when it comes to certain blessings, 
God is not only looking at our faith, but God is looking at our devotion towards him. And I know at times, especially in the Christian community, we become so progressive. We become so just in love with the blessings that we forget the importance of living a life devoted to the Lord. A life devoted to the Lord is a life that will never run out of blessings. I'm going to say this again. A life devoted to the Lord is a life that will never run out of blessings. God loves, loves all his children. He really does. But the word of God itself says, those who diligently seek the Lord, that he will reward them. That he will reward them. If you are a child of God and you are not diligently seeking the Lord, meaning you're not making time for God, you're just making time for God on Sundays, but you're not really praying to God Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You're not really asking God for his will to be done in your life and what it is that he, ought, you know, he wants you to do. What, do. what does that mean? There are certain things that, of course, God will still do for you because you are his child, meaning God will protect you. Right, God will keep you in the shadow of his mighty wings from the enemy. He will cause still for you to be in safe pasture. But there are certain blessings that is just reserved for those who are seeking God diligently. This is not my word, y'all. This is God's word. And even here in Malachi 3 verse 10, it says, he says to, to them, test me in this. Test him in what? He's saying to bring the tithe in the storehouse. And in this context, it's not just s- simply talking about money, tithing the 10%. But God, let's see it in this context as well. Because I believe this is what it's saying as well. God is saying, if you dedicate this month, right? Because we are entering the month of May. God is saying, if you dedicate the month of May to build up my house, to take care of my people, to seek my will, right? To devote yourself to me, to grow in intimacy with me. Test me in this, he says. And he says, I will throw open the floodgate of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Doesn't that sound familiar to you, such as Ephesians 3 verse 20? That he is able to do the exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think. But how, but how are we going to even know he will be able to do the exceedingly abundantly? If we ourselves, we are not seeking to know the heart of God. We're not seeking to know who he is. We're not seeking him enough, y'all. I challenge you as I'm challenging myself. In the month of May, test God at his word. Test God at his word. Test God at his word. This is the word of God, y'all. God does, does never, God never allow his word to return void. And we have to take the word of God literal. We have to take these scriptures literal. All these scriptures are saying the same thing, y'all. Seek God. God is saying, seek me. Secondly, God is saying, build my kingdom. Build my kingdom. What does that mean? Seek me for counsel in how to build my kingdom. Tell others about my son, Jesus Christ. Live your life as one that is, that is saved, that knows me, right? Because you are Christ's ambassadors on the earth, you know, we weren't, we weren't just saved, y'all, to just be saved from hell and to just go to heaven. But God saved you so that way you can ambas- be an ambassador for him. So that way you can represent him. Just like you see people in the world, they have representatives, they have spokesmen, spokeswomen. You are God's representative. You are God's spokeswoman. You are God's spokesman. And you should take that seriously. That comes with great privilege and honor. Amen. And so I pray, truly, I pray that you are greatly encouraged, challenged, and inspired by this episode. 
I pray and declare over your life right now that God would carry you in the month of May with his grace. And I just pray that you would receive in the month of May what you confess with your mouth in faith. And as you see God build up his kingdom and receive his blessings in faith, I declare and decree that you shall see that God will meet all your needs, that God will do the exceedingly abundantly above all you could ever ask, think, right? Do you receive it? Wherever you are, just receive it with a great amen. Thank God in advance. But as you're thanking God for what you have asked of him to do in prayer, don't forget to say, God, not only am I thanking you in advance, but I pray that you would do this so that your glory may be manifested in the earth so that you can get the glory. Amen. All right, y'all. It was a pleasure to really be able to speak life into you tonight. And remember... All things are possible with Christ Jesus. It was JLP. Until next time, peace out. Take care.